it's Susanna Rantanen here with Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. Welcome back this week. If you are new to this podcast, well, this podcast is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employer brand and master modern talent marketing in a world where your talent's attention is no longer a default. And this week's episode is going to be something really exciting. In this week's episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, we'll talk about why stories work so well in marketing. Last week, obviously, I talked about what is storytelling marketing in case you missed it. If you missed it, you should definitely go back and listen to that one as well. It's just one episode backwards, 105. I think that we need to begin this episode with the most important information, which is why people change jobs or buy services and products from businesses. And when I'm going to say what I'm going to say in a minute, you'll be like, of course, because this is so very obvious and logical when someone just says it out loud. Yet, it isn't obvious at all when you look at how businesses promote their vacancies, their goods and their services. So people change jobs or buy services and products from other businesses because there is something in their current situation that prevents them from experiencing a happy work or happy personal life. And they want to change that. And I'm not talking about like that the entire work life or personal life isn't happy, but there is an element to it that is preventing from this joy, from this overall joy of uh, of enjoying the work that you do or the task that you're doing or your life. So when we change jobs, when we buy services or products, we want to transform something in our less happy and less content life at work or at home to something much happier and more content life at work and or at home. So we want to get rid of something that is keeping us away from enjoying the, you know, the daily flow of happiness and the daily sense of, you know, a fulfilling life, be it at work or be it at home. We are looking for a transformation. You know, change is transformation. So we know this as consumers. We know as business-to-business buyers and talents, we know this when we are on that side of the table. We don't seem to really recognize it when we are working as talent marketers, you know, recruitment marketers, employer branding practitioners, or other business marketers and communicators. And there are literally millions, many millions of marketing messages that are proving this very thing every single day. So let's focus on the words change and transformation, because those are the key words here that I want you to memorize. Change and transformation. You make career changes when there is a big enough reason for you to do that, right? I mean, I've, I've I've discussed this with you before. Sometimes those 
reasons are very urgent. Sometimes you don't have a choice. But then sometimes those reasons give you plenty of time to look around and make the best available decision for you. But the key here is that you're not going to make that kind of a career change unless you really need to. Unless there is what we call an external need. You're out of a job or you will soon be out of a job. Sometimes you may have a really good job and nothing, you know, you're not going to get, you're not going to lose your job. There's nothing really major external forces that are driving you to change jobs. It's more like you're being pressed, you're being pressed more and more by your internal needs. You might feel like your fairly recent career move was the wrong move for you. It turned out not to be the perfect job for you. And the pressures of this so-called mismatch have just gotten stronger and stronger. And eventually, you know, eventually you're there. You feel like I'm, you know, no, I'm going to make the move. But you can make it, you can make the change in your own terms and in your own schedule because there is nothing pushing you away. Nobody else is taking the control over your schedule of changing jobs so you can afford to look around and look for, you know, a better job than this one. Or your current personal life and work life are no longer in the best of balance. Maybe you now have a family and your personal life has become more demanding and you need a job that puts less demands on you than the current one that you have. This is very common. Or your career in your current place to work is no longer meeting the expectations and hopes you have for your life. Or what you are doing for a living isn't improving your life or moving you forward in your life the way you wish it was. Maybe there aren't enough challenges and learning opportunities in your role. Or maybe you're not in your ideal role. Or your compensation hasn't really improved through the years that you've been working in this company or in this job. Or the job in, in general isn't allowing you to organize your whole life in the best possible way, even though there isn't really a significant problem with the job. It's just that your life as a whole isn't how you wish it to be right now. None of these examples of internal drivers for transformation are significant at first. They kind of brew over time until you be, until you become aware that that you actually have a bit of a problem. You are not you're no longer as content and as happy about your life as you used to be and you find it hard to become motivated to go to work or put your best effort in because something is holding you back. And as this sense of unhappiness brews and grows, it eventually drives you to start looking for something that is going to take it away, take the pain away. And most often, people start by making changes to their work life because making changes to our personal lives is, well, it's very personal and it's not anyone's first choice. So let me repeat, you are not going to make career changes unless there is a significant reason to put yourself through that very energy-consuming task of searching for a job, writing 
tons of CVs and resumes, applying for jobs, going to interviews, until you find what seems like the perfect solution for your career need. And sometimes that significant reason reason to put yourself through this process is an external force that is pushing you, is forcing you to do this because you don't have a job or you'll be soon out of a job. Sometimes it's what we call an internal need. So there isn't anyone externally controlling your schedule and your decision making. So you have more time, but eventually this reason driving you to make this change is just growing and brewing so that eventually the day comes that you feel like now it's time to actually take this step. And the excess energy consumption doesn't stop there in this application process. When you get the new job, you know how exhausting that is going to be for many, many months uh, as you have to put in that extra effort and energy into learning the new new job and all the silent rules and the ways of work as you integrate into your new place of work. Making a career change of any kind is always a transformation process driven by something pressing enough that a person that a person's personal or professional life just becomes painful enough that this problem needs to be taken care of. I explain this to you in a way that you hopefully can relate to it as a person with a job and with a career and with you know, demands at work and demands in your personal life with hopes and dreams and you know, wishes for how your professional life and your personal life looks like and will look like. Now I want you to put your target talent audience member in these same shoes because this same thing applies to them in exactly the same way. Your target talent audience members are not going to go through this process of a career transformation unless they have a significant reason to put themselves through this energy-consuming process. And the same thing applies to business buyers. They also have a problem or a challenge, struggle of some kind, that has to do with their personal abilities to deliver results in their role. I mean, you can relate to that probably as well. In your current job, you know, when your tasks, when you have a task or a project that is really demanding, you struggle with it. That struggle has to do with your personal ability to deliver the results that you are expected to deliver and your personal sort of ambition or your personal feelings in relation to how it's going to make you feel if your boss tells you that you didn't succeed. As a business buyer, you use your employer's money that has been allocated to you as a budget to reach the goals and deliver the results that you are responsible for. And as long as everything goes well in your work and in your team, you know, with the existing resources that you have and, uh, you know, the ways of work, that you apply for doing the job, you don't feel like you need to shake that situation at all because everything is going just fine. There's no pain. There's no struggle. There's no, there's not enough stress or worry that I need to do something about it because 
if I do something about it, it's going to consume a lot of energy to make this change. Stop doing how we've been doing it and start doing something new that we don't really know whether it works or not. And we have to learn new skills or new processes or take on new uh, uh, tools to do the work. Just imagine this in your own job. If you start making changes or your boss starts making changes to how you do your work, that's unwelcome if all is going very well, if there is no pain, if there's no struggle. Because, because changing your job in your, in your current role, in the way that you do your work, it gives you, it, it forces you to go through X's work and demands to learn those new things, to adopt new routines and tools. And if you don't personally feel like there is a reason for you to go through all that trouble to make those changes, you are unwilling to accept the extra work that goes with it. Why would you? So you or your boss won't be purchasing services or products or systems or tools that feel like interfering with what you do and how you do unless what you do and how you do currently is not working well enough for you. Unless what you do and how you do currently is causing you some kind of a pain, anxiety, frustration, stress, worry more than is giving you pleasure and the joy of work and the joy of or the sense of, you know, accomplishment. Can you recognize the pattern? Because nobody stirs up the way things are right now unless the things right now are causing them more negative consequences and dissatisfaction and unhappiness and worry than the prospect of going through a change. So what I want you to do now is make yourself a note. If I want my target talent audience or a customer audience to act on my marketing messages, my marketing message needs to resonate resonate with what problem or pain they have right now. Otherwise, my message is not relevant and they will pass it. They will ignore it. Again, write this down for yourself. If I want my audience to act on my marketing message, my message needs to resonate with the problem or the pain they have right now. Otherwise, my message is not relevant and they will ignore it. A human does not move until they really need to. This is because our brain does not allow us to use any energy unless it's very necessary. That's why you don't even want to click open links on LinkedIn or Facebook what people post, unless you know it's worthy of spending some of your energy on moving your forefinger. So stories work so extremely well in marketing because of two major things. First of all, the elements of a story narrative follow the cause and effect pattern. Cause and effect pattern. And our brains are loved. They love cause and effect pattern. There is the event. There is the experience or state that contributes to the production of another event leading into an effect of some sort. 
Stories provide structure and order. And our brain loves to organize information. And most information, when it doesn't come in the form of a story, is very scattered. So our brain needs to do a lot of work to organize it for us. Stories come ready with structure and order. They're very easy on the brain. So if your marketing message comes in this narrative format with structure and order, cause and effect pattern, your recipient's brain will love it more than any other kind of message because it's already structured and everything is in order. Number two, hearing stories shape our brain, literally. Sharing information in this narrative format, this narrative pattern, make the idea, the key message, more familiar, predictable, comforting, and with the hope of a better future. Stories trigger our imagination and help us visualize ourselves in that scenario presented by the story. So let me take you back into this situation where your boss tells you that, um, you know, this the way we're working isn't working. You feel like it's working well enough. And your boss says that we really need to make some changes here. We need to start using this new system to make our work much more effective and efficient. And all you see is like a system. That sounds like a lot of work, like, like a project where we have to, like an IT project, and then we have to spend a lot of extra time and put a lot of extra effort into, you know, figuring out how the system works. And then we have to, you know, prepare everything in it. And it's just like, it's like so much extra work. I don't want to do it. I don't have the time. If your boss would present this information to you in, in the way that they would first start. Listen, darling, you have, I'm sorry, maybe your boss isn't going to call you a darling. That would maybe not be appropriate. I take that back. Okay. So listen, your name. I think we share this same problem and then they're going to state the problem. The way that we're working right now is I know that it feels like it's working pretty well, but it's actually using a lot of our time excess time that we don't really have. And that's why we have all these other tasks that we are lacking behind because we don't have the time to also do those. So I have an idea. I think we should take a look at this new system that might be able to add, you know, take some of the manual labor away and automate some of the work that we're now doing manually so that we would be saving more time. And then uh, we would be able to maybe schedule some of these things and, um, in advance when we, when we have more time available and and uh, at the end what this means is that if we're using this system then uh, you know you have more time in your hands to do also other stuff or more time to give to your current things and there's less stress and uh, uh, you know the that we're, we're delivering better results like this if your boss would explain the need from your pain point from the uh, and then deliver what the you know what the outcome looks like and how that's going to make your life look better. You'd be more welcoming for this information and for this transformation for this change. That's the narrative format, the cause and the effect pattern. 
when you share information in this narrative pattern, it makes the idea feel more familiar, more predictable, more comforting with the hope of a better future. It makes that need for change more comforting and less energy consuming. No other form of communication affects the whole brain like a story. And by the way, I explained this in the previous episode 105. In case you missed the episode, I explained how stories affect the brain. So it's really fascinating. I mean, if you've been listening to me for a longer time, you know how I have this almost like an unhealthy fascination for the brain. (laughs) I know it's crazy, but I'm just so fascinated by the brain. So most business communication tends to be very matter of the fact, very logical. And the longer the message and the more facts and details it consists, the more likely it is that the recipient will skip it, will ignore it, because our brain dislikes such messages. They need to work a lot more to organize that information for us in this um, understandable format. When our brain hears logical information, only two areas of the brain are affected. And these areas are not connecting with those areas where we imagine, where we visualize, where we memorize what we hear. And that's why most people struggle remembering details when presented in a logical format. For us to really memorize great detail and factual information would require heavy concentration or some additional ways for us to help remember. Like for me, I take notes. I use color pens. I draw icons, pictures in my notebooks, and I organize information that I hear in that way because it helps me to comprehend and memorize it better. But that takes a lot of time and a lot of my energy. So I can't do that with everything. So I only choose what I feel is the most important kind of information that I should invest this time into taking notes and, you know, drawing pictures and using color pens to help me comprehend and memorize it better. So instead of reading the message in a minute or two, I sit down and I start taking notes and notice that was... 10 minutes or 15 minutes that it took me. And if the message is longer, the longer it takes for me to take those notes and make memorable sense of it. I don't have time to do that with all the messages that are being directed to my way. Neither do you. That's why we miss so many messages, unless they're presented in a format that automatically helps us make memorable note in our brain. And stories are the only format of communication that does that. Stories stick. And as soon as you share those details that you want to share with your target audience in your message, in your marketing messages, as soon as you share those details in a narrative format, they are imprinted into your audience's memories with great accuracy, even for the longest of times. So stories work so very well in marketing because the story format makes the message relatable and meaningful for the recipient. So the audience becomes interested in hearing or reading it. 
The story message helps them identify the exact problem they have and the negative effect of the problem that brings, you know, the problem brings into their current life. And this is really important because the it's the problem that makes us finally act. Make, you know, the problem is what impacts our feelings and our emotions. And we want to act because we want to get rid of the problem. If we don't really know what the problem is, we're less hesitant to act because, you know, acting eats our energy. So we experience negative feelings in connection with the problem. And sometimes, you know, we may not be able to really pinpoint what the actual problem is unless or until somebody explains it to us or pinpoints it to us. But when we do recognize and identify with it, with the pain described, we become very interested. The story message then continues to present a solution, how to get rid of that pain. So in talent marketing, this is the prospect of having, building or starting a career in your organization. That's a solution to get rid of the pain that is driving them to make changes. But not just the, you have to describe it in a better way. I mean, because they could start a career in any company. So why would it be in your organization? So that's, you know, the key there. And finally, the story message casts a vision of a better future. If you accept this change and start this transformative journey, this is what waits you. If you don't, you continue to have the same struggles, the same pains that you are having right now. You can recognize the cause and the effect pattern in this story format. It's a systematic flow of events taking the reader or the audience member from what is now to what could be by presenting what is hurting them right now and how you can help taking that pain away, leading the person for a better future. Full-blown transformation from rags to riches or suffering to health or from dissatisfaction to satisfaction or from unhappiness to happiness or from lack of self-confidence to confidence. And as you read the story message, you can identify with the problem. You can visualize how this problem goes away if I do what they're asking me to do. And you can see yourself in this vision of a better, improved life. Who doesn't want that? So what's wrong with the common talent marketing messages? When you compare how story message works with how your organization broadly writes and communicates your talent marketing messages at this time, you'll notice where the inefficiencies are. The typical marketing message, and by the way, this applies to both customer and talent marketing, the typical marketing message goes directly into promoting the offer. We have this vacancy open now. Then moves on to stating what the company needs. We need you to be this, to do that, often presented with factual bullet points. Or buy this product. It has this and that feature and does this and that activity. And it costs you this and you can get it from here. Very logical, very factual. Affects two parts of your brain at most if you even notice those messages. And you forget those messages as, as soon as you click the message off or swipe away from it. Those messages do not explain why you need this job or this product. Those messages do not clarify what, it's, what is at stake if you don't apply for this job or buy this product. 
In no way do either of these most common types of business marketing messages help the reader to visualize themselves in this transformed scenario of a life as a result of getting the job or buying the product. And I'm really amazed how many companies continue to pay for marketing as ineffective as this type of messaging is. And yet, most marketing messages are exactly like this. So you should know that the magnetic employer branding method that I've developed gives you a systematic approach for changing your talent marketing to storytelling marketing. This method uses business storytelling, the science of influence, and persuasive marketing tactics to help you to change the way you communicate and market to your talent audiences. And you can study this approach at this scale at Talent Marketing School only, nowhere else. And at the time of publishing this episode, I've just started dropping in the core lesson, Candidate Journey of the Information Era, as a framework for planning and executing your modern employer brand. And this Candidate Journey of the Information Era is the foundation and one of the key elements of the Magnetic Employer Branding Method. And taking this course will give you the essential framework for crafting your organization and employer branding plan. And there's another course at Telemarketing School, Becoming Strategic with Telemarketing, that teaches you more about how to work strategically with employer branding. And the core lesson, what is modern employer branding, rethinking employer branding, addresses you why employer branding needs this rethinking my method offers you as a systematic approach. When you become a student at Telemarketing School, you get access to all of this, and there's more, for one price, which at the time of publishing this episode is only 495 euros. That's ex exclusive of VAT, or about 531 US dollars, depending on the exchange rates, of course, per year access for entire year. So you have a whole year to study all of this and there's more and there's more to come. And I am currently selling one online course in Finnish, one course, just one course for the same price. So at Telemarketing School, you don't get just one course. You get me as your online coach and a guide for an entire year and multiple courses, or as long as you stay subscribed. Those people who really want to turn a leaf on their talent marketing career and build this modern acumen that will elevate their career, could elevate your career. Talent Marketing School is the only place to get that. Study on your own time, at your own pace, return the course content as many times as you wish from the comfort of your home or wherever you want to study and start building you as a professional, your professional future. Talent Marketing School is for you and your professional future. So go to talentmarketingschool.com, get access today. Learn the skills and the acumen needed in building this magnetic modern employer brand that I talk about in this podcast that will captivate your talent target audience and make your talent marketing messages persuasive and very appealing. So this is all for this week. Come back next week to learn more about modern employer branding. And in fact, we're going to talk about using story messages in talent marketing. My name is Susanna Rantanen, and I teach you all you need to know about mastering modern employer branding at Talent Marketing School. Moi moi.